0: Because of my comments about the age profile, whether I had any devious plans for this group here, uh, the, the answer is, I hadn't thought of it, but it's quite an interesting idea, isn't it, to reduce the age profile, Ken. We're in this profile. We're in, oh, are we? Yeah. I think of myself as younger than that.
1: <laughs>
2: Mirrors in the bathroom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, next question, please.
3: Now I'm going to try and phrase this as a a business question, uh, but it's partly about play. One thing that we've learned is that a lot of teams that play us have got very, very good players who could do a job for us. Um, And our recruitment strategy has basically been based on taking ex-league players for understandable reasons. But have we got a scouting network in place that's looking at players in our division, in the division below, in the division below that, to take those players on, develop them, and potentially
2: sell them on to bigger clubs for a profit because that's an additional revenue stream. This is a Martin Ling question. This is a Martin Ling question. This is not a Kent and Nigel question. Yes, there is a uh, scouting <laughs> network. Uh, we have scouts both in the north and in the south. Uh, we happen to have a uh, manager who is primarily from the north, uh, and we also have some guy named Lingy. That's what I call him. Um, Martin Ling is from the south. Uh, we, do, we do employ scouts, Uh, Your question is really interesting because when we think about our club today, we thought that we had a lot of very talented young players that played last year. But what you're saying is, is that what we should do is go find new players to replace our younger players, and I don't think that's what you mean. Over time... Uh, The number of players that we have on a one-year contract versus a two-year contract will change. Uh, We were stuck in a certain spot this year, and we had to build a side in a week.
0: I I I think it's an interesting question, and we do have a scouting uh, network. Uh, I point out that one of our players actually came from the National League, uh, Caprice, from last year came from Woking as did uh, the other left back Your yeah. so you know two came there um, I think there's an opportunity to do that in the future um, so I think it's a good idea and one of the reasons we do things like this is good ideas so we'll give that feedback back to Martin, thank you.
3: Yeah.
0: By the way, who who's the baseball fans here? Uh, the news is the Indians have just finished their 21st consecutive game. So I know, it's unbelievable. But, well, I'm not sure the Astros played. I'll look it up while we're talking. This is Orient.
2: Who cares about baseball?
0: They do. They support the Red Sox.
2: I thought we cared about football. All right. Uh, Who's next? Who's, he was, oh, there you are. I'm next. Uh, it's a
4: question back about the idea of broadening the appeal uh, of Orient. And uh, I think we've got a real opportunity to present ourselves differently to other clubs in London. as the Genuine Community Club. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that a lot, but I don't know whether it's presented really strongly. Um, I'm, I'm, Karen's hearing me, he? Yeah, how strongly we're presenting that to uh, a London full of people who love football but perhaps aren't hopeless addicts like us who will go and spend a lot of money doing it. Um, and I'm... My question to you is really, Would a? would like to hear more about your vision for your relationship with the fan organizations here and fan uh, position on the board or a fan organization role in running the club, because I think that, more than anything, would bring home the community aspect that makes Orion different and would really broaden the appeal of this club in London.
2: Uh, you, you can go first. I've got a lot to say. Okay, so... I think the first thing I'd say
0: is clearly, as I said earlier, being a London club is a huge benefit because there's a big pool despite all the other London clubs. I think we are extremely well situated from a transportation point of view, very easy to get to. I mean, my flat's in West London, so I come down very easily here. I think uh, in terms of presenting it, I think we have to get people here, we have to get the product absolutely right before we market too hard. You know, I think that means looking at everything. Doesn't mean it's all wrong, but looking at things like the catering, like the shop, like the ticket system, like uh, some elements of the ground. I think one thing that we've not discussed, but I think it's an interesting, I think some fans would prefer standing seats. I think it's an interesting idea. So I think we've got to be careful, we don't go too far too fast. I absolutely 100% support the notion that we're a community club uh, involved with the fans, which I'll talk about in a moment. Um, I think before we get onto that, we just need to stabilise a few of the systems. Marshall, who I just want to call out, is standing at the back there. Um, he's, he's done an incredible job with very few resources no decent systems and there's a lot to be done before we move on to some of the things we really want to do um, I mean he's held the club together and just as an illustration I was talking to someone just now we didn't have a VAT number until earlier this week We didn't have a credit card system when we joined the club. We didn't have a bank account. I mean, it's unbelievable. So what Marshall has done is nothing other than miraculous. And I think we need to give him a much bigger round of applause.
2: Directors. He's a fan. His son is a fan. Marshall's a fan. I dare anybody to question that Matt Porter is a fan. Dare you? Come on. Rich is a fan. His general counsel. And if I don't act like a fan, let me know. We do have a very unique club in this world. It is unique. I promise you it is unique. And the reason I know that is I have been trying to buy clubs worldwide for a while. And it is phenomenal how unique it is. This message that we're going to bring to the market about how unique the club is and how uniquely positioned it is, is going to take time for it to be molded and said exactly corrected because it is so unique, Uh, this club is so unique. So it'll take us two or three years, I think, for us to build the appropriate message about how we're unique and then have that message take hold in the community so that other people understand how unique our family really is. So part of this is, part of me is saying we have fans that are already members of the board uh, that are directors, and part of me is saying that a marketing message like how unique this club is doesn't take long for you to understand, but it may take 18 months or three years for the rest of the UK to understand fully, and it may take three to five years for the rest of the world to understand it fully. So it's just going to take time, it's going to take a lot of effort, it's going to take a lot of resources, and we have to do it in a really, really, you know, well done way.
3: Jaguar and Redbridge seem to, well, appear to advertise three games in advance, and what they appear to do as well is do those three games at a combined sort of price. So, if you go one game, obviously you, three games you get in cheaper. Now, we don't seem to promote our games. They advertise in the paper, and, and like as West Ham do with with their. Um, Facilities and what they do for how cheap We don't seem to advertise as much as we could do. That's what I'm just thinking. We we could we could do a deal with the people who are not
2: season ticket elders Could perhaps buy three games. June know. the 22nd. <laughs> June the 22nd. We just started June the 22nd. No, so we can't do everything. In that I understand that, but. So, Dagnum has been doing their marketing how long? A couple of years Okay. So, when we have this meeting in a couple of years and you ask that question, then what I'm saying is, is that be careful. We are not saviors. Please don't call me that. First of all, it makes my wife really nervous. <laughs> don't call us saviors. <laughs> We just started, can't fix everything today. Do we want it to be fixed? Yes. Do we want to make offers like that? Yes. Do we know those are good ideas? Yes. But it's June the 22nd. I mean, give us just a minute to stabilize the club. We don't, we haven't had, we didn't have a media officer to publish the fact that we bought the club. Matt Porter published the fact that we bought the club on the website. Think about that. That's who did it. So I agree with you that those are ideas that we want to take on and marketing things that we want to do, but it's still just been since June the 22nd. Let me say this about our play, since I'm getting to be Martin Lean. (laughs) As I count it, we've won half. Half. way beyond what I expected. You? Mm-hmm. That's good. We won half. If we win half the rest of the year, we're all going to be very pleased. I know you're nervous based on the last two performances. So am I. It's the reason I hadn't had any sleep, and I'm not in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, the thing is, right, easy, 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 just June the
0: 22nd. Yeah, i Not got much to add there. I think the idea is a good one. Um, I think you know we were delighted with the season ticket sales. We've got to make sure that the people who bought season tickets, you know, aren't devalued in any way. I think as you know, one of the things we talked about, we mentioned it earlier today, is marketing to students. I think it's a big opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, I mentioned this acronym CRM earlier on today, Um, Marshall is an expert in that field we just need to find a way of collecting all the data we have merging it together and marketing it. so you're going to see a lot of things in the next year but i, I remind you we sent out invoices to people like me who are sponsors <laughs> this week because we didn't have a vat number that's how bad it was yesterday and, you know, you've got to do some of the basics before you move on. But great idea.
2: Yeah.
4: Hi, right, can you uh, update us on the um, application of the regeneration
2: fund? No. No, we cannot. But the board of directors will be meeting with Loft to yeah. discuss. Yeah, we're not the future in charge of the regeneration so, fund.
0: so we've had many discussions with Loft and you know, I think part of the issue is according to what they've said to us that they were set up to finance a Phoenix club or get a club out of liquidation or something like that and clearly, this is the good news those funds are not going to be needed for that reason. You have a safe well-funded football club. So, so, you know, Loft has identified that problem. Explained it to us very clearly. One thing I think Kent and I aren't short of. We may be short of other things, but we're quite creative and helpful. We've given them some ideas. I think it's for them the ball to think about it. It's their money. It's their money. money. Um, We don't want to take the money if they don't feel they want to give it to us. Uh, To be honest, we don't need the money, but obviously there's a lot to be done. And you, you will know then that we've said to them, you know, we think good causes that need financing are the women's team, which, by the way, Kent has been spectacular in leading the cause for women's soccer. Um, And, you know, we will give them not a little bit more prominence, a lot more prominence, because I can tell you the future of soccer includes women. Well, let's say again, the future of soccer includes
1: women,
2: right ladies? Now listen, you, you're an American, you can't say soccer here. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> um, Swear jar. is um, <laughs> I haven't got any change. Um, so, we think you know, various parts of the ground need help. We talked about that earlier. Uh, we're very focused and talked about it today, about a kid's so you know marshals all over that um we we talked about um you know we talked about some of the east stand there's a lot of stuff that needs doing but are you going to volunteer a place
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait Wait, okay. just hang on please but so anyway so we're going to let loft we want to continue the discussions there's no disagreement we're just trying to resolve a problem I mean, and it's a good, it's a high-quality problem. Yeah. You, know, you know, Gloft, in my view, highlighted a, a very difficult situation for Lake Norrient Football Club, and I've, I think that they, they've actually highlighted a situation of many football clubs in this country, and I want to compliment them on that. Sure. But if they feel, and they're being honest, that they raised the money under one set of circumstances, and we may be asking to do a different set of circumstances. I fully understand their dilemma, but it's not our job to solve it. We will be helpful, but we have to ask Loft to resolve their issue because they've got a board, and they're the custodians of that money.
5: I don't think there's much more we can add. I'm not saying anything about (coughs) that. I need from
1: his centre. Um, yeah. Let Dave
5: come back. Yeah, sorry, because I'm on the board of Loft. I thought it only appropriate that I should stand up and say, yes, well, I do recognise we've got the regeneration fund, and yes, I do recognise that we've got uh, discussions going on with yourselves. I realise also that when you say it's Loft's money, I realise it isn't really, it's all of our money. Yep. Because all of you, all of the support that's contributed <laughs> to the regeneration fund. And what we plan or hope to do with the money is to use it positively to help Illinois and Football Club. As you probably remember, when we actually set up the fund, there were certain caveats, well, there were certain sort of clauses on the Regeneration Fund page, one of which was, if we do uh, get new owners, which fortunately we have, (coughs) if we get new owners and they keep the club stable, then the idea of the Regeneration Fund would be used to try to get supportive representation in the club. On the board. That's what we said on the regeneration fund. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably what the discussions are going to have to be around at some point. I think it's very difficult to sort of like see into the future. And I'm not, even as a board member, I'm not privy to the conversations that you've had with my colleagues. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was important I got up and sort of recognise that Loft uh, do realise that we have a dilemma with the regeneration fund. We've got £175,000 of your money. Somehow or other, we've got to find a way of using that constructively and positively to help Lake Northern Football Club. But we also have a brief as Loft to try to increase supporter representation in in the football club. And as a Loft representative, I believe in greater supporter representation throughout football.
2: EFL, Premier League, I think there should be more um, Mm -hmm.
5: supporter representation in the decision-making on football. Yeah. so I would like to say I mean I heard the question asked earlier about my uh, my friend over there about support representation and um, to be honest I was just a little bit disappointed in your answer because I thought when we um, I thought when we um, when you came in that we got very very positive messages about supportive representation so I'd like you to kind of try and clarify that I know you can't decide that today, I wouldn't expect you to, because we've got talks to have, my organisation and the football club. But we are all fans of favorable and that money belongs to all of us. And at the end of the day when we make final decisions about what we do with that money, that would be put out to the members of LOF to decide at the end of the day.
0: Okay, so I just the only thing I would say that's slightly different from that is my understanding is that part of the issue is that certain people who we can't, understandably can't identify contributed from other clubs. And there has been a view pointed out that the other clubs wouldn't like this to benefit our first team. I think it was the way it's positioned. Is that a fair? Yeah.
5: Yes. Yeah, that's true. And um, that's the reason that when we've spoken about it as a board, we've talked about what sort of projects that money should go towards. We have, um, I think we've been clear in saying. I hope we've been clear in saying that um, that we don't intend it to be spent on first-team football
0: matters. Uh, you no, know, no, you've been very clear. So, yeah, yeah, I so mean, I just thing. wanted to clarify that. Yeah, that's true. And and in terms of fan representation, we've had meetings, as you know, with Loft and Leighton Orient Supporters Club on that. And uh, you know, I think I make two points there. One is the point Kent made, there's plenty of fans on the board, and secondly. You know, we had conversations about how to facilitate that
2: between the two organizations. Independent of the money. The fan representation. the 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 fan representative on our board, the seventh member that we haven't placed yet, is independent of the money. We're not requiring that the money come to us in order for there to be fan representation. Let's be clear. We offered that independent of the money, prior to the money, before the money, in spite of the money. The fan representation doesn't have anything to do with the money. That fan representative is going to be on our board whether Loft or whoever gives us the money or whether we need it or not. So let's all be clear about that the fan representation on our board is not tied to the money. Good. Right? Good. That's fair enough. Well, I, well, I, I
5: can't get into the negotiations as it will happen, so of the
1: but, uh, it's not you know, negotiable. Well, you know, I'm not you know, negotiating you know, that. I'm not no, no. negotiating
2: that because that's. I'm not negotiating think, that because hey. the fan representation is not tied to the money. That's not a negotiation. <laughs> that's a fact.
5: No, I know. Okay. But we, we, uh, anyway, I don't want to get into the dilemmas of the money. But it's true to say that the Orient Regeneration Fund, when we set it up, one of the one of the causes was that yeah. it would be used to get greater support and representation on board. I'll leave it there. But that was when you, you have That's what want to use you use. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: So, all right. So, can I just say, you know, we will continue discussing. We've we've said we will have a fan representative on the board, as Ken said, the seventh member. And, uh, you know, we've asked Loft and Lake Orient Supporters Club to talk together to identify how to do it. And I also said to them, I think I've got a lot of experience in this field because I have the same issue with franchisees, you know, uh, where they come up with their election process. uh, They come up with their rules. They come up with the qualifications. And I think, you know, I would say on the meeting we had in my first meeting here was asked the two groups to go away and suggest the process. That's correct. Yeah. David says that's correct. So I think that's hopefully what yeah. went back. Thank
4: you very much. Yeah. Yeah, hi. Um with your connections in the United States regarding sports, I just wondered if um there's any plans in the future. That a team from the MLS maybe would come over here and play us in a preseason friendly or even Orient to go to the US to play an MLS team. Is that any plans?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not until when we're promoted. <laughs> we, we we have to we have to for Leighton Orient to play an MLS side, you have to understand who's playing MLS sides. CD you know, there's a few. Yeah, I know Jay Simpson plays for the Philadelphia Union. I'm very familiar with the Philadelphia Union. Um, it's not, it's not feasible for Leighton Orient to play an MLS side in its current situation. It's just not feasible. They are, you know, the MLS All Stars played Barcelona. I don't know they have some players on their some little guy in SE, somebody, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, the challenge that we have is that, you know, as Lake Orient, we would not stack up against, um, you know, somebody like that from a co-marketing challenge. It's not quality of play. I don't have any doubt that quality of play, that's a different question. Um, I know a few of those owners, so does he. And... It would be very difficult for us in our current where we sit in the pyramid to get that done. I think it would be impossible. He's about to say it's not. That's what he's going to say. Um, (laughs) uh, No, you're going to say it's impossible?
0: No, I think it's it's interesting, and uh, I, I think Jay Simpson's an interesting example. I mean, we sponsor him, and I actually went on the union's website the other day I think he scored one goal. And, you know, they're concerned about him. I'm not I'm not making any comments, that's what I read, that's the facts I read. So that may actually sum up your point. Um, under the prior regime, one day I got a phone call out of the blue, which is the way it happens. Could you arrange a tour of the US? I said, mm, possibly. The immediate reaction from my friends at the Revolution was, "Why are we interested in playing a Division Two team?" So I agree 100% with Ken. I think there are teams that we could play the um, the NASL teams, which tend to be in, in effectively two divisions below the MLS. Uh, I think the other way around is an interesting idea. I'm hoping it it we have no chance of it happening because it means that. We, we're not in contention because they'd have to come over early March which I think you would agree is not a good time for us to play pre-season friendly so I think the timing of the seasons makes it difficult now, do we want to have better relationships with the US? Yeah and one of the things I said to the players and yeah, I want to make this point the players are another constituency who we want to create the right environment, we've got some senior players who are doing their coaching certificates and they should. It's the future of their, their, their careers. And I said to them, I'd love for two or three of them to come over at the end of the year, stay at my house, and coach in the area where I live, uh, get some experience over there. And they thought it was wonderful. I mean, it's, you know, and that's the kind of thing we want. We want to help our players. Because let's face it, most players, you know, I'm going to stay with Leighton Orient forever. But we want to help them get on as individuals and, and progress their careers. And uh, I think you'll see a lot of U.S. linkages. But I agree with Ken; it won't be the MLS. No. Well, actually, I hope it'll be the MLS in a few years because I think the MLS is kind of championship quality.
3: Uh, good evening, everyone. Well, the first thing I'll...
0: I'll,
3: I'll, 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 I'll move away from that. Okay. The first thing I would like to say is thank you, gentlemen, for saving our club. My late father came down here in 1922 for the first time and um, Late Norton has always been in our family's blood. And um, The question I would like to ask, which I asked a little bit at the interval, was uh, my eldest would say to me, you're always thinking conspiracies okay. and I would like to say how somebody could who supposedly was so good a businessman even though it was in um, waste waste products and everything else and also had uh, extradition orders against him from various countries um, how is it that he could put our beloved club down into the conference inside three years.
1: Well, yeah,
3: that's presumably right. You know, I know this is the past regime, and we're not interested in the past regime. We're looking to the future and everything else. But uh, you're, you probably can't celebrate you, because you're tied legally, but I will just to good. ask a question. Um, the, the chap I asked... Uh, he said you want to go to D.D. Plaza
0: if you want to see about their conspiracies. I did, so, yeah. Uh, so if you want to go to a really good conspiracy museum, there's one in Dallas, right? Correct. <laughs> and, and No doubt. Uh, it's all about the conspiracies about why Kennedy was shot. It's absolutely brilliant. It is. And it's run by fanatics who really believe in these conspiracies. But it's one of the most enjoyable experiences in Dallas. Agreed. And, and I think I also said you know, I lived through all this like you did. Was it organised by West Ham? <laughs> that that's his conspiracy. And 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 even I would have to say I can't believe it. Though though I'd like to believe it, I don't think it happened. I uh, sorry,
1: I'm not sure if this is working. Can
5: you hear me all right, yeah? Yep.
1: Cool. Oh, Sorry. That's the so most Sorry, just wanted to ask, you know, you were saying before about, you know, promoting the club and getting things moving, but a particular bugbear of mine has been over the years, whether it's been now, past museums if I've ever tried to get through to the club, it's impossible on the phone. <laughs> you know, literally, I'll be sitting on the night, like, oh, 15, 20 minutes, when... Yeah. You know, how you gonna get people in if people can't make simple purchases online?
2: This is so bad. You can't believe it. The phone number on the website was wrong. Seriously, the phone, the phone number, the contact number, the phone number that you're supposed to dial to call the club. It was the wrong number on the, phone, on the website when we got here. I'm the one that fixed it. No, I'm serious. I called the number. I don't remember who I talked to. They didn't have anything to do with the club. It was the wrong number. So we had to fix the number on the website. Fan access to uh, our club. As you can imagine, is extremely important to me. I'll uh, bring up my Twitter or my Facebook, and you can look at how I respond. Um, I do LinkedIn. Some of you have contacted me via LinkedIn. Some of you have contacted me via email. Uh, I've had some pigeons show up at my house and <laughs> things like that. Not being able to contact the club uh, comes in many different ways. We have an online ticketing system that has challenges. Both before, after, and during use, um, we have a lot of different things where you want to contact us and you're trying to get us a message. Um, my request is is that you go to the appropriate contact page, use the phone number that's real and right, and use that one, or you know, to use the email addresses that are on there. I know that some of you. Do not do email, and you certainly don't do Twitter or any of that other madness. And I get that. And we know that because Nigel and I have both been blessed with handwritten letters to the club to which we have responded. So we think that in the past maybe you couldn't get through, uh, but we do believe that we're doing a much better job of that over the last, since June the 22nd. So, you know, I get it that maybe in the past it didn't happen or it didn't work or anything like that, but we will continually to try to open up different lines of communication for you guys to get us feedback. I think that one's done. Hello. Uh, I can say that I've, I did
3: watch my mum ring up the club and get through straight away. And I thought it was unbelievable, given (laughs) all the uh, feedback that people have said, oh, they can't get through anything. Uh, One thing I wanted to ask about was the the sound system that's in the same I think it's really, really poor. Uh, I mean, if um, the previous regime had done one thing and given us a good sound system, we could say, well, they've done a positive thing. Do you plan to replace that sound system? And, uh, yeah. That would be good,
0: if you could, you know. Okay, the
3: so... The Halifax
0: Town is better than ours, I can tell you that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure most clubs are better than ours, but uh, it's, it's on the list. Marshall is at the back there, knows uh, it's an issue. He actually wrote an email about it last week. Um, so, do you want to say anything? Here
2: it comes. See, this is the fitness routine.
1: Um, So we've already had uh, a company in twice to look through the system diagnose what the problem is. Uh, We've now been told it needs a new router which is about £6,000. We uh, started to look into replacing that router and then we were told by the same company that it's actually something else that's the problem. Uh, I'm now waiting for a quote tomorrow for this other issue that they've diagnosed. It's going to take some time but we are working on it, hopefully in the next few weeks. Please bear with us, it is an old system. We are going to spend some money on it. Unfortunately, to get a whole new system in place would be, uh, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 pounds plus, um, which we don't have the budget for this year. But we will all be spending, you know, almost 10,000 pounds to try and patch what we do have. Right.
3: Now, okay, okay so, so he's right here. he's right, okay, here. right. He's right here. I was just going to say, um, I've met Kent a few times. It's nice to meet you too, Nigel. Thank you, um, Chairman, Vice Chairman. And what's great about you two, really, is that <laughs> this is really we're back to basics now, because with the previous regime—I mean, I backed them really to almost the end, and it was just blind faith, because. You know, that, that belief that we would one day be in the Championship, or Premiership even, you know, that was a bad... it sold us this dream and, you know, it just where we are now is unreal, really. But um, I like that you're back to basics and we take it slow. Um, the other thing is, are we going to get a plastic pitch?
1: <laughs>
3: okay.
0: <laughs> so, um... I know, I know our record on plastic pitches isn't particularly good, um, but uh, I think it's instructive that um, <coughs> the Football League doesn't allow plastic pitches, and I'm not sure we want to invest in a plastic pitch on the assumption that if Kent's numbers are right, within two or three years we'll be back in the Football League. So. The answer to that is no. What I'd say about the pitch is um, Colin, our Groundsman's done a remarkable job given that he had no funds to work with him. And, and I think there are issues with the pitch, which you can all see. Uh, we actually have asked him what equipment he needs. Um, but it isn't just equipment. It's actually doing the work in the summer that didn't get done this year. I mean, a few issues that we'd like to do. We'd like to actually run a lot more events on the field because that's one of the best ways of getting more revenue. You know, we talked, Kent and I, when we were
1: at that Portuguese restaurant tonight, we were watching um, uh,
0: Liverpool
2: Sevilla.
0: play Sevilla youth with um, um, at Tranmere Rovers. And we were saying, well, why can't that be us? And I said, well, in the old days, Spurs used to play their game reserves here, right? So we also talked about the idea of, and we talked about this this afternoon, about the fact that before the World Cup next year, there's going to be a bunch of, let's call them, uh, less prominent international nations looking for friendly games in Europe. We would be ideal for, say, a friendly between Costa Rica and someone from Africa. We used to do that in the older days. So I think there's a lot of things we can do. I I thank you for summing it up as the back to basics. Because you can't do anything until you go back to basics. And uh, there's a lot of basics missing, a lot of holes. And I think it's worth also adding a lot of staff working unbelievable hours. And as he happens to be on the right hand side, one guy who does work incredible hours is Charlie. Charlie, put your hand up. Uh, He you know he's got constraints as well. I said to him today, why don't we see the highlights earlier? Well, it's all the National League rules. Uh, the little Videos he puts together about like the day out at Sutton or other places we visit are wonderful. He's improved the website. We've got people doing Yeoman's work, but it's all back to basics. Great. And uh, that's how we're going to make this a sustainable football club. And uh, I'm actually excited about what we're doing. Right, just to warn you, I've got. I've I've got a ball call at 11. I have to leave here at five to ten. So, uh, just to say we've got about half an hour. We're uh, we happy to take as many more questions. I've got questions to ask you as well.
3: Okay, I had a, had a question for Nigel. Uh, I was curious,
5: you mentioned thank you, You mentioned
3: earlier on you, that you your friends with John Henry. Um, and I was just curious, he owns Liverpool and he's got other connections, um, clubs form relationships with, with other clubs we from time to time may need a loan player, I don't, I don't know how these things work but would that friendship extend to uh, you know being able
4: to approach a club like that for one of their younger stars, rising stars um,
0: ok so I think the answer is potentially yes but let me explain what I've learnt about loans if you were let's, let's forget Liverpool if you were Arsenal and you want to loan a player to Leighton Orient, what's important? Game time. What else? The scores goals. <laughs> scores goals. What else? Okay. Nothing. All right. Oh, you're missing the point. The quality of the coaching staff. Correct. The quality of the training ground. Correct. Well. Chigwell, perfect. May slightly slope there, but that's okay. They think it's a great facility. I personally think we built, and give Martin credit again, a fabulous coaching staff, and you only have to go out there to watch training to recognise the quality of the people we have. So I'm not saying it would be Liverpool. I think what you put on the table, given that we have all-year loans... Available up until the end of March in the National League is certainly something we've talked about and something we should consider.
2: I'm not Martin Ling. I don't even know anything. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. You ask me questions. You can't ask questions here. No, no. I'm asking on behalf of
1: someone else, actually.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, by, by the way, he, he's
1: following the Spurs game on here. <laughs> no, he's not. Don't sell me out. Um, we So the question that I was asked to ask you guys by someone that can't be here is that they bought um, bricks outside. You may notice that they're inscribed with people's names and they Mm were bought as a keepsake forever type thing. And it was commented that they're looking a little bit on the shabby side and some are starting to to wear due to obviously footfall and weather and all the rest of it. Are there any plans to do anything in terms of reinvigorating those in any way?
0: (laughs) Uh, I'll be honest to say I've never thought about it. Uh, Have you?
2: I seem to have thought about everything Um, You know one of the things that happened when we showed up Is that we had a group of volunteers that cleaned seats Painted yellow lines And actually removed dirt and weeds From in between the bricks that we're talking about I don't, I know, I know their face But I don't know their name. Uh, it was there were it was a husband and wife that did the work. It is an indication of the neglect that you that you've been through as a club. Over time, we will make sure that all of these little details are taken care of. Um, but it's going to take us a little bit of time. Yes, we will do something about it, and we will make sure that it's more appropriately cared for, uh, especially since it is right at the entrance of our uh, reception area. Thank you. Yeah, no from. Hey guys, um,
3: thanks again from everyone. Um, the lighter side, I think, <laughs> but Nigel and Mark Shaw as well, actually, um, apart from promotion to Division One, best moment as an Oreo fan. <laughs>
2: I know mine. So, I can. You got one as well.
3: No, I got
0: one. I mean, yeah. I think it was. um, It was. Remember, I've been in and out of the country, but I think it was in nineteen eighty. Was it eighty-eight? We got the semi-final. Was that the year? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. seventy-eight. Sorry, seventy-eight. I remember we had a replay. I think it was that year at West Ham, and won. Is that right?
1: Chelsea.
0: No, no. We. I know that, I was going to come on to that. But anyway, I remember going with my parents to, I thought it was West Ham one time. But anyway, Chelsea. Did we go a goal down and come back? Yes. Yeah, Chelsea. that's right.
1: Yeah.
0: 2-0 two, two nil. Two nil down, were we? Uh, no, they're all saying it was 2-1. Anyway, so I remember that. I remember, yeah, I mean, I know the promotion, but i tell you one thing that I always do remember is when we were in the top league I think it was about the 29th of September so it would have been 1962 I was in the enclosure and 89th minute Terry MacDonald yeah. came, came, came in a bit like McEnough last night fired the ball top left corner I mean it was a very similar shot to the one that hit the bar last night or post or whatever it was um, and we won one nil. Yeah. and it was funny when I started coaching going back to that the following about 4 years 5 years later the guy I did it with was Terry McDonald uh, and I also did interestingly um, Dave Groombridge um, was the coach of one of the sessions I did
1: so, I'm a lot younger than Nigel. Really? So I, I won't be talking about the 60s, 70s, or any of that. But there's two for me, and they're both quick. Uh, one of them was the first game we played at home this season, because I, although I was privy to all the conversations for the takeover, uh, I brought my family to the last game, last season, because I wasn't sure whether we would end up buying the club and things would fall through. Uh, so for me, you know, when those players walked down the pitch this season, I thought it was a, a poignant moment because I wasn't sure whether that would happen. But you know, going back a couple of years, I think my best moment I was sitting in the north stand when Dean Cox scored that goal against Peterborough, oh, yeah. and I think the atmosphere in the stadium that night, not just by Orion fans, but I thought the Peterborough fans were also fantastic that night. Uh, for me, it was one of the best moments that I've had.
0: Match room. So, so those are my two, two lists. Sorry, Brisbane Can can I give one of my worst moments that wasn't in the last three years? Yeah. Is I couldn't make it to that playoff final because I was in Puerto Rico, and I'd set up to watch the game on TV because it was on TV in the US, and then I found when I got to Puerto Rico that Direct TV didn't cover. Puerto Rico but DirecTV Latin America did so the game wasn't on so I remember listening to it on the radio it was on um, I think it was on uh, Talk Sport and I listened to it and my delight when we were two up I was walking around the estate where I was then I, my wife said for God's sake sit down so I sat down and couldn't do it so I carried on walking and we let two goals in fairly quickly and then I went back to the room to listen to the penalty shootout but I was so nervous my son was watching it in England David who's now on the board and he was replaying it and I won't repeat the words but uh, it was awful
3: sorry Ken you don't get away with it um Sensibly though different. Best part of being in London Apart from us of course <laughs> <laughs> Best part of London Compared to America well, uh,
2: That's terribly difficult I've uh, been to London 20 or 30 times um, My favourite moment Standing At Sutton And you can see the picture you can see the picture in my tie, standing so proud that we had uh, completed uh, the takeover and that we were actually playing at Sutton. That is my, that is my, that is my moment that I think about. And, and then my, and then my, and then my second moment would be. Um, the Charlie Lee goal, which is the first goal we scored in the National League, in front of my family, with my wife and my daughters here, so that was pretty great.
1: Um, hi. Um, yeah, my my question is, you were you were both very open when you took over about the sort of scale of the task ahead, um, and the season so far has kind of probably reflected that we've had. Some ups and downs, and I I just wondered in those three months, um, has anything happened that sort of changed your expectations in terms of that scale of the task that we've
5: got
2: ahead?
0: So, I've been involved in soccer a long time. (laughs) they're very sensitive aren't they alright I've been involved in football a long time Um, and actually actually it's funny last week when I was talking to the girls and boys team at home I said football instead of soccer and I got the same response but anyway um, so I think I'm more enthusiastic now, and I'll tell you why, uh, I think in Martin, I mentioned this earlier, we've got a fantastic guy who's doing a wonderful job, um, and then Steve, I think has got a personality that's going to bring us great players, I love the way we're playing, I think if we played last night again 10 times, we'd probably win 7 out of 10. Um, I'm not deluding myself. So yeah, were some defensive things that we all saw. But I feel we're making good progress. I think we will learn as we go along. It's the same anywhere. Um, Rome wasn't built in a, a day. When I got to Duncan, a lot of things were broken. We, it took us probably two years to get it going in the right direction Um, so you can't get instant success but I'm very pleased with the people culture we've got throughout the club now and that includes coming and talking to you Um, and and that's what's really important to me because if you're building a club for the long term and I think a lot of clubs are, are out there that of build a culture of success. I mean, look at the success that Manchester United had under Ferguson. I think you have to build it through people, and we're doing that, and I feel very enthusiastic, and I would also encourage all of you, if you haven't done it, go and see the youth team. You know, the youth team. Danny Webb (laughs) is doing a great job, and I think the benefits of that will come through him in the years to come. So... I feel really good about where we stand and recognize there's, what, about three points separating 13 clubs? Four. Four. four.
2: Yeah. Let's see now. Uh, I hate to lose. I hate it. And it hurts a lot worse than I thought it was going to hurt. So just be aware, it it hurts a lot worse than I thought it was going to hurt. And the other thing is that it feels a lot better when we win than I thought it was going to feel. So it's more drastic than I ever imagined. Uh, from a people perspective, uh, the staff that we have that runs the club, they've been on the pitch. They They were clapped on the pitch, deservedly so. Uh, that group of people uh, that has done what they've done to help us build the club—they are the ones that deserved to be out there. I don't necessarily think that Nigel and I don't don't deserve to be out there, but I know they deserve to be out there. And then, as far as Martin and Steve and and the players, I know that Martin really values players who have character, and sometimes he says they are characters which obviously with George Ellicobi and, and David Mooney, we do have some characters. Uh, but those young men do have very strong character. And we, do, we are going to build a side that has a lot of character. And now I'm going to talk about my favorite part, because that wasn't it yet. See, the best part about this club is the fans. I promise you it is. And it is fantastic to get the chance, like I did at Boreham Wood, to clap the fans at halftime. That is my privilege. That's my honor to get to do that. So it is truly, as much as I love the staff and I do, and the coaches and the players, the f- you guys are just phenomenal. It is just great to be a part of the family. Thank you.
4: Um, I'd like to apologise first, um, well more to Nigel, Walter to Ken, so I'm an Astros fan, people from Texas. Um, I'd like to speak about the kit for next season, so you've got an interest in C-Sports, can we get a more bespoke kit, as opposed to the shit Nike wonder?
2: <laughs> um, I know you like the braces, I we would love say, the braces. Yeah, I like the ones <laughs> has the number 13 on it, which makes you all very nervous. It's my lucky number. I know it's my lucky number, too. It always has been. I don't get it, I don't get the 13 thing. Uh, Kits. We're under contract. Not much we can do to exit contracts. Everybody says it's just money. That's when it's not their money. (laughs) Um, So, the way I look at the kits, yes, we want, There are a number of historical kits that we would prefer to integrate into the club, once again, over time. uh, Whether we do that as a third specialized kit, which involves uh, maybe just playoff, or maybe just conflict, or maybe just cup runs, which, notice we go on cup runs, we don't just play one time. Um, So, because I hate to lose. Did I mention that? Okay. So, uh, at anything, at, at literally anything, which is a bad strategy when you're a kid. Um, so yes, we will be introducing new kits, whether it'll be Nike or not, really depends. The quality of Nike is very strong, but there are other quality kits. As far as Siege Sports, it's not really their market. It's not really what they're built to be. It's not really built to be who they are. So I think we're going to do better, not necessarily with Siege, but if we need a backup, <laughs> we've got one.
3: <laughs> Who's next? Oh, again. Good evening, Jeff. Evening again. I give you a um, first... Oh, here we go again. Here we go again. We go. The first question I would like to ask: everybody points to that wonderful result against Manchester United, but everybody ignores that the previous Tuesday we'd beat Everton 3 0 So, but mostly questions.
0: I wasn't there. That's the only difference. Oh,
3: <laughs> the question my son asked me to ask you was: uh, prior to June the 22nd, how close were we to be wound up?
2: I can't say how close we were.
0: I think that's the right answer. I mean, uh, we could tell a long story, we could tell a short story. I mean, I think think I'd encourage all of us, including me, and it takes some doing. We're in the National League, we have to accept it. We've got to fight our way out. We're gonna build a better club. And I think in five years, you should say, you know, where are we now compared with where we were on the 22nd of June 2017. That's the way we've got to look at it. Let's, let's stop looking back. You know, are, are we having fun? Yeah! Right. We done By the way, I don't like losing, but let me tell you my life. I run, uh, we've actually got a slide that says this. How many games a year in the NFL? Sixteen. Sixteen. Thank you. How many games each year in uh, the NBA? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. How many games in the Premier League? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. And on you go. Thirty-eight. How many games a year do I play? Uh, Duncan. Three sixty-five. Three
2: sixty-five.
0: Every morning at five thirty, the numbers come up. Some days I go yes. And other days, I used the words that my wife tried to uh, get understood by my <laughs> father. Really? Yeah. Well, actually, probably worse than that. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. where I was going. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you are got to get ups and downs as long as you're going in the right direction. That's the way you've got to look at it. And, you know, we're not looking for a revolution. We're looking for a positive evolution.
1: that we know that that's really uncomfortable for you guys. Um, First of all, thank you from everyone. Thank you from the supporters club, but I was quite interested to know what directed you towards the club. Because like we know that your influence has come across to to our American friend. So why for you... Me? Yes. Why for you, us? So... We know your mum and dad, but why specifically?
0: Yeah, yeah, why? Why for you? Why? Why is it so in depth for you? The supporters' club and the club in itself. Well, okay. So I love sports. You know, for, for the record, here yeah, and all my teams. Essex County Cricket Club about to be county champions,
1: right? Yeah.
0: I'll explain later. Uh, Boston Red Sox, right? The Miami Dolphins! Okay, uh, and on we go. Okay. But forget all that. There is one club I followed for all this time. You know it and I was fortunate that my parents paid the money to go into the vice president's club. Um I got to know Matt. Um you know Matt just done an unbelievable job in two stints with the club, and as Kent said earlier, we would have been lost about it without his help this summer. Um, but sometimes you have to step up. I mean, I've got other causes. I mean, you know, I'm I'm working with Gary um, with Gabby Giffords uh, on the cause about guns in America. I mean, that's another passion. Uh, she's the if you remember the congresswoman that was shot in Arizona. And she's a a remarkable story. Um, And I thought I could actually contribute with the funds I've got. I've been very lucky in my life. I've had a great life, a lot of fun. And you know, this part of London is important. And as we've got into it, working with Balsam Forest, knowing that uh, you know we've got a big development going there, we can really contribute to the community here. So I think it's more than just buying the club. It was that we could actually do something. But we had to consider, how do you run it from America? And we're not going to run it from America. We're going to have Martin Ling and our new CEO, who we can't name for uh, reasons that the other club don't want us to name him. Um, So you'll see us. We're going to be fans. I'm still a fan. I think he's a fan now. <laughs> um, you think. Are you a fan? Yeah um,
2: no,
0: And not. by the way another thing That's really important to me Fanatic My kids I remember Karen said to me The other week When the family were here Hey you Nigel know, We had Brooklyn here Earlier on I mean that's the club It should be The kids should be Running all over this place yeah. So that's what we want to create And I think it was All those factors uh that came into that decision. And I'm really pleased we've done it.
1: You guys said that you've got some questions you wanted to ask us. So do you want
0: to go this
1: way
0: now? All right, okay. So I do this a lot with franchisees. So these are short answers. We just want feedback on a few things. Uh, And then we'll have a vote. So I've got five minutes before I have to go. So, okay, so things that need fixing in the place. Here's your chance to say whatever you think. Make it short and sweet, and we'll note it. Right.
4: The undercroft in uh, the east east
0: end. The undercroft in the east end.
3: You've got two catering outfits. Pardon? Two catering outlets. One is permanently closed.
0: (laughs) Okay, so it's the catering outfit.
2: East End. East End. Yep, got it. Is someone writing this down? No. I, <laughs> I, I already, with that, those are already on the list. Right. When, it's not, when it's not on the list, I'll let you know. Shareholders meeting for the people. Shareholders
0: meeting. That's going to happen. I said that in the program. We will have that. I think it's important that we represent our shareholders. And every year we have one at Dunkin' and people turn up and tell wonderful stories. Will you the screen and scroll
2: Okay. Go ahead.
0: Okay, so here's the true story. Matt Porter's a great guy. We've had a debate about the scoreboard. He and I think we need a scoreboard. My wife thinks we're lunatics not having a scoreboard. Alright, okay, voting time. Okay. Let's see. If you believe we need a scoreboard, you say hold on, not yet. <laughs> um, listen, I'm good at this voting thing. I do it all the time. If you think we need a scoreboard, you say yes. If you don't, you say no. Right? Let's see the yeses. Yes!
1: yes. The noes? No. No. no! All
5: right. Okay. We'll we'll
0: take it under advisement. Next idea. With, with the scoreboard, the
4: clock, I've,
1: I've Stand behind the goalkeeper yeah. and the number of times the goalkeeper
0: is asking the linesman how much longer we yeah. have
1: you got. <laughs> Alright, so clock, clock, got that. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Hi, Hi. Good
0: you made a big point about not selling adult season tickets in Northstown this year, but you still sell beer, which slows the service down. Um, yeah. You want to buy Wait a minute. We we
2: sell we sell, we do we do we sell.
0: We do sell beer in the north stand. That's what I'm saying. We do
2: sell beer in the north stand. We do.
4: But well, that's Biketti, and I don't mind paying five <laughs> pounds. <of beer.
2: laughs> I don't mind paying it.
4: I don't mind paying it. But I was sat. I've been sat next to two people for the last three years who've had to be relocated because so they haven't got any kids in the north stand. Right. But you still sell beer in the north stand and it's no sound
2: service. Marshall P. <laughs> you got that one? You have you have that one? We will
0: investigate that, well, okay. We'll
2: have to look at that because I don't think that's exactly right. Go ahead. Go, on. go. you've got lots of money. You don't
3: need the hundred and fifty thousand pounds from One hundred
2: Hundred and eighty.
3: <laughs> you can't afford a new sound system for fifty grand.
4: <laughs> How's
2: that work? I'll I'll make a deal with you. You hand me your wallet. <laughs> I'll spend your money. <laughs> Any updates
4: to the East End? Keep the gable.
2: Keep the what? Gable. gable. Sorry. Garble, Gable. So Gable, sorry. okay. okay. Don't speak yeah, English. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is.
3: Uh, more? Can we reconsider the uh, Cheerios, please? No. No. <laughs> no. 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 We're no. no. We're not. No,
2: we're
0: not. Go and see the Miami Dolphins on the 1st of October at Wembley Stadium. Live feet. Live feet. Live feet. Live feet. Okay, alright. So, oh, my son's the expert on this, and... Uh, So, a a few things we're working on. The first thing is we need live feed because we live in America, as does Rich. Um, I think there's a good chance by November 1 we'll have every game streamed outside the country. We've talked to the National League. Now, don't get too excited about could we show away games live here. Isn't that a brilliant idea? Yeah. Yeah, we won't charge any more than 100 bucks. Um, Quid. 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 Sorry. Uh, you have to teach me this British stuff. I
2: know, it's crazy.
0: Um, no, no, seriously. Um, we think that's an interesting idea. And I approached it very delicately. Like, <coughs> oh, we could do the away games, you know, over 200 miles. Why are you talking about all that distance? So I think there's a good chance that will happen. Um, and uh, we're doing some really interesting things um, and uh, I think it's going to be difficult to do it in the UK in terms of giving you access and there's all kinds of issues about you know whether people turn up to the games or not but certainly it's going to happen um, outside the US, outside the UK very quickly um, and we've been testing for weeks and we've learned a lot of Good and bad lessons, as you do. And oh, here's a question for you: If you had a live feed, imagine you're outside the country. Do you want commentary or not? Yes. Yes. As long as it's synced up, right? Yeah. Yes, you do. Okay.
3: be... Uh, most
0: of the long distance away games, you should go to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's what we're talking about. Uh, we, we but we could do it here. Go Barrow. Yeah. But you know, one thing we've got to be careful ke- is always downsides. The fans are so good. You know, a thousand people going to these games. I mean, we don't want to lose that as well. We've got to take that into consideration. Agreed. Agreed. Alright, uh, two minutes. Any last idea?
4: International Fans Day. Invite all our uh,
0: international fans over to the UK. Brilliant idea. Brilliant what do you think of that? It's on the list. On the list. It's,
2: on the Give list. Three it's already on the list. He yeah.
1: mentioned it to me before. I <laughs> oh, did he? It's already on the list, yeah. I've got a box over here. things like international fan day somebody's mentioned yeah. um, update the website to fix the um, ticket part of the website yep. to show um, five pounds for the children all around the stand because somebody had trouble actually accessing that part of the website lowest. and alcohol only queue somebody's mentioned the rest, uh, the um, merchandise in the shop the shirts for the teenage children it's it's come up a bit small this year but
2: Kent and uh, not uh, been uh, talked about that. about
1: that It's on the wheels handrails
2: on the stairs within the um within
1: the, the west and the west and south
2: primarily west and south handrails with the new stairs, yeah, gives, the stairs. Still, they they do fit yeah, gives, um a of the safety okay. criteria but okay. at the same time
1: the elderly I understand.
2: Not on the list. We'll add it. Not on the list.
1: It's
2: on the list. Uh, Nigel, closing remarks. Okay.
0: Sorry. I was just trying to just help me out. Thanks. Um, okay. So this was fun, and 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 I like you know I like one of the things you got from this, you know. We're here to listen to you. We've had some good debates. Um, We've got some feedback on things. Remember, things aren't always going to go right, like last night. Um, But we want you to have an enjoyable experience. Kent will probably be here more than me because I have a full-time job. Um, Well, he kind of has many jobs. Uh, But I have a board of directors I have to answer to. (laughs) but uh, anyway I'll be back in uh, November thank you for coming tonight Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to a win I'll be watching it in Boston on Saturday morning so that's on Saturday against Hartley Paul
2: thank you that it's our club of the O's.
1: Well done gentlemen, thank you very much. It's been a great fresh air tonight. Do you all agree?